Today we're going to be talking about something a little bit different because it's kind of funny. We always talk about consistency, as you know, in, in any sort of business. Whoa, hold on. Before I get started, I got to shout out the people that are on the cam. Okay. I forgot to do that. Shout out to Alyssa, as always. Shout out to Mila. Shout out to Lisette. Shout out to Stephanie. Shout out to Elvis, Connecticut. Uh, shout out to Taina, hopefully I said that right. Shout out to Zoom user. I can't see who it is, but shout out to you too. Uh, shout out to the people that are on the cam this morning, um, bright and early. But yes, okay, today we're talking about something that's a little bit different um, because I know that in this industry, in this business, we talk about consistency a lot, okay? It is a big subject. It is a big, to a big topic. And right now my laptop's about to die. One second. <laughs> it is a big topic though, especially in the network marketing industry, especially in business, you know, how consistency will definitely get you where you are. And definitely we're not going to talk against consistency over here, but in, in certain aspects, hold on, I got to figure out how to plug, got to figure out how to plug this in. Um, but consistency in some different aspects i randomly was clicking uh I, i'm like a like what i like to do in my pastime is i like to watch youtube videos okay like i'm kind of a little bit obsessed with youtube like so when i had a long day or when i need to just unwind i gotta like to open up my youtube my favorite channels are jubilee and cut i don't know if you know them but they're the freaking best channels and so i'm obsessed with watching that but randomly i see this thing um, and you know, you know, YouTube, it's always clickbaity titles. You know what I'm saying? Like they always get you with those titles and then you end up watching this shit. It's like the complete opposite of what the title, you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes you, you're trying to get, you're going to try to get some information. They talk about a whole nother topic, bro. Like, or like, it's just some robot with a voice and pictures. Like, you know what I mean? And you're there, th thought you were going to get some scoop about something. But anyways, so they got me with this little title, right? And the title said, you're not lazy how to give up, how to live a chaotically organized life. And I was like, what the hell is this girl talking about? You're not lazy, how to live a chaotically organized life. Okay, so this video blew my mind a little bit, okay? It blew my mind a little bit because um, it kind of made a lot of things make sense that I kind of didn't get before. There are some of the things I've heard before, but I never really solidified my belief in them, right? So when I listened to this video, it was so well put together. A shout out to the, to the girl who did it, but so well put together. It was just really, really good and very informative. And basically, she's talking about these two different brain types, right? Type one brains and type two brains or personalities or whatever. Again, I've heard of those multiple times. I've never done the full actual research on type one, type two, if you guys know any like books that go over that or anything like that, let me know. Um, so I can kind of dive a little bit deeper in it because I did a quick Google search and it was very hard to find. Like there was a lot of, anytime you, you type in type one and type two, it was all about diabetes. Like I couldn't find anything that had to do with uh, with the brain types. And I found left, left side of the brain and right side of the brain. And then I found five different brain types and four different brain types and three different brain types. So I don't know who to believe. So if anybody got a good book on it, let me know. But basically, um, the summary of this is, is she talks about how type one brain, which I'm thinking is the left side of the brain, uh, are more, or, or the type of brain that kind of uh, listens to everything that you tell it to do, right? Like, 
when you tell your brain to do something, it's gonna it's gonna listen. It's gonna go according to schedule. It's gonna go uh, as planned. Everything's gonna go as planned. Everything's gonna go like you wanted it to go because that's just how the brain that brain works. It's very organized, very analytical, very meticulous, very that kind of operational brain, right? And the type two is a little bit more chaotic, a little bit more uh, obsessed. It lacks structure. It lacks organization. You know, type two will stay up till 3 a.m. in the morning uh, overthinking or thinking or working or doing whatever, right? And I'm like, damn, type two seems like, I, I feel like I got a little bit of both, you know? Like I'm a little bit of, a, I'm a green, but I'm definitely a type two. Like I'm definitely in certain aspects, I'm not organized at all, right? And so um, uh, that one uh, from when I was researching, made more sense with the right side of the brain where it's more creative and more expressive. But again, they didn't fully overlap. So I'm not hundred percent sure on the different types. I know some of you guys are saying my brain type, my mom is a teacher and heavy on me. My brother's learning a type. Where did you learn that's brain types? Yeah, that is really, really cool. I like that. But either way, left brain is more uh, scheduled, more planned, right brain is not very organized, lacks kind of structure, right? And so if we asked you, which brain would you rather have? What would you say? What would you say? Type it in the chat. Michelle said a two. Would you guys rather have a more organized, meticulous brain or a more chaotic and obsessed brain? What do you guys think? More organized, right? That's what I thought too. I'm like, damn, I wanna be organized. I want to be organized. I want to have my life in order or whatever, right? So um, as we look at success and as we look at business, it seems to be more glorified to have the type one type of brain, right? Everything in life kind of seems to be created for that type, that brain type or that brain style, right? And especially with success in business nowadays, if you look at everything around you, it's all about all success nowadays, when you look around is credited to consistency and habits like the book, Atomic Habits and routines and discipline and morning routine. And everything is kind of credited to that, right? Not really so much free flowing into it. So sometimes if you have a type two type of brain, it can seem almost impossible to succeed without having those things, without having that consistency, those habits, that routine, that discipline, it can seem almost impossible to succeed, right? And sometimes you may even want a different type of brain. For those of you that are more on the leaning towards the type two style, you, I'm sure you've been there where you've wanted a different type of brain. It's like, like one thing that she said in the video that really stood out to me is she said she's never been able to create any sense of long-term structure. Never been able to create any sense of long-term structure. I don't know about, drop a one in the chat if y'all resonate with that. Because me, I resonate with that a lot. I'm always falling in and out of structures. I'm reading this and then I'm trying to do that. I'm reading that and I'm trying to do that. Like I'm always falling in and out of structure. There's actually, when I look at my life, there's not really any habit there is a few actually, like posting on my stories, personal development, things like that. But very rarely do I have habits that are super, super, super consistent on a very long-term 
uh, structure, right? Whether that's the gym, whether that's eating habits, whether that, well, I have been vegan for like 10 years, but that's, that, that might be one. <laughs> but lots of things, right? I don't have a long-term structure in. And that really resonated with me a lot because I feel like I'm always chasing a structure and it almost feels like I can never get it. I think even a few weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago, I talked about on the podcast, we're talking about how to build a routine and build a structure. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do all these things. And, da, 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 da. and I didn't. I mean, straight up with you guys. I didn't. For me, I try and I fail and I try and I fail and I try and I fail over and over again with routines, with structure. They, it just doesn't sit well with me, right? With the gym, when I was in school, with my business, with my work, right? I still work but it's not in, in a super organized structure. And so I really related to, to this when she said that, right? Of, of this feeling of always wanting, always wishing that your brain was different. Like I just wish that my brain would operate in a way like that where everything was organized and everything was perfect. And every day I'm getting all those things done that I said I was gonna, that, that I was, said I was gonna do, right? And we kind of get into this, habit of shame because you have this idealistic view of what your life should look like of what your daily routine should look like of, of, of what everything should look like and you're kind of chasing it and if you have a type two brain you may never really attain it my type one brain people you definitely do okay you, you guys definitely attain it but my type two people you may never really attain it and then it's a cycle of you kind of shaming yourself because you think that, that that is what it has to be. And so I want to talk more about the type two person on the call today because the type one people, you already know what you got to do, okay? You already know what you got to do. The routine works for you. It's it's the way you're wired. It's the way that your your brain works, right? That is where you're, you're most efficient and where you operate at your best. But the type two people, that is not where you operate your best and sometimes on the outside looking in even a type two person may look organized right like for example um me i may look more organized than i actually am because i have a successful business because i have you know hundreds and hundreds of people on my team because i have multiple streams of income because we got a podcast because we got this because my brain is super mechanical I'm a very systems person when it comes to when it comes to actually doing the systems, right? So from the outside looking in, I may look like a very organized person, but the reality is that I'm not, right? I, I, I I'm I'm uh, organized in in sections in little in little areas, right? But I'm not overall an organized person. And those that know me know that they know. Like back in the day when I used to work, live in my mom's in the basement, my house used to look a mess, bro. Like literally, I remember I was on a three-way call with Samar and Jazz the other day and, uh, and, and, and Jazz was like, oh yeah, like Dre's a little messy. And, and I'm like, babe, you haven't seen nothing. Like in my, in my new house, like in Miami, I'm not messy. Like I'm, I'm actually good. Like I'm actually like, actually I'm not messy at all. Like I, it's the first time in my life I actually live in a place where like it's clean all the time. Like most of the time, I would say like, 80, 90% of the time, my surroundings are fairly clean. Things are in their rightful place and whatever, whatever, right? But back in the day when I lived in my mom's in the basement, it wasn't like that. It was chaotic, like literally insanely chaotic, 
insanely chaotic. You would have to step over things. You'd literally walk into my house and have to step over things. And obviously I've been friends with Samara for like 15, almost 20. I don't even know how many years it's been now. So she's seen it. She's come to my house and stepped over things to get to the living room or me move things so she can have a place to sit. So she knows what, how chaotic my space used to be. And I used to be productive in that space. I built my business in that space, right? So um, you would have never known. You would have probably thought that I'm some super clean freak, which I like a clean space. I just don't like cleaning, okay? But so um, you, you, from the outside looking in, it's not always what you think. And I remember back in the day when I first started network marketing, I, uh, like when I was like, a year in or whatever, and I had some success. I used to say, I don't have a morning routine. I don't, I don't have a morning routine. I used to say that all the time. And then I stopped saying that because I realized a lot of people need a morning routine to be successful, right? And there was days where I would have a super good morning routine and there was days where I wouldn't. But I would still every day do the core things of personal development, getting work done, but it didn't always look the same every single day. So in this video, this girl, she goes to build a case against consistency, okay? Now, I'm not gonna tell you not be consistent, okay? Obviously to have success in anything, you need some sort of consistency, but we're gonna talk about it in different ways today, right? We're gonna talk about it in different ways. And she was basically saying how we can have, the type two brains can have the same success as our consistent habit forming friends, but in a different way. Okay. And if you are a type one, it is still very good for you to know this because maybe you're going to be on a, maybe you're going to be on a team with people that are not like you, and you're going to have to know how to serve them. You're going to have to know what works for them and their brains, right? Because everybody is different. So uh, in the book, I think her name was Elizabeth Phillips. And in the book, uh, in the freaking video, she talks about how she was very, very good academically. She had the best grades. She always got awards for being an excellent, excellent, uh, for excellent academic achievement, you know, and, and everybody thought that she was very organized because she did really well in school, right? But if you had known her in reality, she would regularly forget even what classes she had that day, forget her homework at home or forget to even do her homework or not do her homework on purpose because she didn't feel like it. And she would fall behind many times throughout the year. That was completely normal for her. But then what would happen is when she would fall behind, she would all of a sudden get interested in a subject and she would catch up. And then as she was catching up, she would get very interested into the subject and she would actually go ahead. So she would fall behind, catch up, and then she would maybe that night where she was catching up or the following next few days when she was catching up, she would maybe read ahead for three, for a couple months in advance because she had this spur, spur of energy, spur of excitement, spur of inspiration to work. Does anybody relate to that? Drop a one in the chat if you relate to that. Have you ever done something like that? I like to call this binge working, okay? When people used to ask me, I like to binge work. That's how I am. I like to binge work. I will get a lot done in a short amount of time. 
And I want to show you guys how she does this because I found, I found it very interesting because again, these are all things that I've always been doing my entire life. But when she said it, it kind of made sense because I'm like that. I will think about something for a long period of time. And then I will, I will, I will binge work. Like there's some days where I don't work very much. And some days where I'll literally work like 14, 15 hours in a row, like the whole day from morning to night, I'll stay up late or I'll stay up till three, four, 5 a.m. in the morning and I'll get so much done in a short amount of time. But when you ask me to work a certain amount of time every day, that shit gives me anxiety. And then we're going to get into that, okay? But she says she follows a sort of schedule, right? She follows this sort of schedule that, that this natural schedule that, that her body is on where she has the task, that she doesn't want to do and she falls behind and then she gets interested in the task and she catches up and then she gets very interested in the task and she gets ahead and this is kind of the cycle that her brain works in so she uses her passion to work rather than a consistent daily schedule Right. And I related to this so much because like I told you guys, I always used to say I'm a binge worker. Like when people ask me, like, how many hours a day do you work on your I'm a binge worker. I can't really tell you because I don't work the same amount of hours every day. Someday I'll be on the pool for at the pool for hours. I'll work maybe an hour or two. Someday I'll be working from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. That's just how my that's just how I operate. Yeah, I, I don't have the link, but I'll drop the name of it after. Um, that's just how I've been always operated. Right. And I, and I kind of get this inspiration, like I, like, of like, when I have an idea, I'll just jump into it and get a lot done. Like I'll get the whole thing banged out in like a, in a, in a short amount of time. Right. <clears throat> so you get this crazy concentration sometimes where you're working at in, in same, insane amounts of concentration, same, insane amounts of time, where you're working for a longer period of time, staying up up till three, four, 5 a.m. or or whatever. Like sometimes I'll be working so much I won't even eat. There's some days I won't eat till like four, five, six p.m. I'll just forget to eat. Like I literally forget to eat because I'm so concentrated. I'm not even reading my own body signals that I'm hungry. Like literally, it will come six o'clock and I would just realize, oh, I didn't even eat yet because my body is not even focused on that. My body is focused on the task. And my dad is the exact same way. Right. I remember my dad used to offer his workers. So he was in the HVAC industry and he used to offer his workers. He, I remember one time he said he'll give anybody $2,000 if they could outwork him with no break, no food, and, and uh, just working straight with water and just working in no breaks, no food. Who can outwork him? And literally everybody was like, yeah, it's okay. We're not, we're not going to try. We're not going to try because they already all knew. Imagine he said $2,000, I'll give you $2,000 for free. Just outwork me. Extra on top of your, your pay. They're like, no, but literally nobody. Like literally all of them were like, never been like, we're good. We're good. We're not even, we're not even gonna try. Cause they know how he is. He can work. I think that man could work for probably, I would say about two days with no food, just working. It's, a, it's insane. Cause the concentration level is, and yes, he loves what he does. And the concentration level when he's tapped in is just different, right? 
So he operates a little bit differently. So in this schedule, you know, fall behind, catch up, get ahead. What you have to realize is that falling behind is not quitting. Falling behind on the workload is just a third of your story if this is how your brain operates. It's just one third of your story. We're not taking into consideration the fact that you're gonna catch up and you're gonna get ahead, right? It's just one third of the story because you see everybody else around you so consistent every day, little pieces, little pieces, little pieces that you think that you're falling behind or that you're stuck when that's just step one. You're just on step one. And if you relate to what I'm talking to right now, you're probably a chaos and, and passion-driven person. That's how I always was. If you had asked me even before I got into network marketing, I was always busy. My schedule was always full, all the time. It don't matter, it could have been 10 years ago, you had to book me a week in advance if you wanna hang out with me. My schedule was always packed. I was never home. I was always doing something. I didn't like, I didn't like being idle, right? I just like packing everything up, whether it's going out or this or that, I always pack things up, right? It's like, it's, a, it's, like, it's almost like this obsession with chaos. You don't like the, the calm or whatever, right? So some of you are chaos and, and passion-driven people. And if that's the case, then falling behind is just a third of your story. And you need to stop beating yourself up for it. Sometimes you, you're not gonna wanna do things. Sometimes you're not going to be in the mood for it. It's not going to, it just, it doesn't flow. Like it literally, if you, like I could take my laptop, I could sit at the desk and it's not going to work. I'm going to be there for hours and nothing's going to get done because my brain's not in operation mode. It's not ready yet. The passion hasn't triggered and I'll be sitting there, sitting there, sitting there and nothing's working. I rip my hair out trying to get something done. Right? Someone said totally relatable. I thought it was ADHD. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I, I mean, I've never been diagnosed for that. So I don't know. Right? It's just that your brain may not be in the operational mode yet. But if it's something that you're interested in, at, at some point, you will catch up and you will get ahead. Right? At some point, you will catch up and you will get ahead. Consistency in this, in this type of conversation, I'm not talking about consistency in your business or consistency. You got to be consistent in business to, to have success. I'm talking about daily methods of operation. I'm talking about daily actions, right? Like I work on my business uh, every single day, but it doesn't mean that every single day I'm taking the same actions, right? It's or the same amount of work, right? So consistency just in this realm. Don't, I just don't want you to misunderstand that I'm telling you you don't gotta be consistent to be successful. Y'all see me consistent on social media every single day, but I'm talking about more the, the things that you do for yourself, right? The personal actions, the daily methods of operation, the work that you do behind the scenes, right? Consistency, small workload every single day is not for everybody. Those of us, some of us can't adapt, right? We can't adapt to that sort of learning, that sort of work. 
And so we end up quitting a lot of things we, because we put this pressure on ourselves to do the same thing every single day for this amount of time and this amount of whatever. And we sometimes can't adapt to that. And we end up quitting because we beat ourselves up for not being able to fit into that mold. But maybe our brain is just not wired like that. And we tend to, a lot of times in society, equate productivity and success with certain things. Like, for example, productivity and success with waking up, you know, at, at 5 a.m., 4 a.m., 6 a.m., well, that's discouraging for the people whose brains function best at night, which is about a third of the world, by the way. A third of the world's brains function better at night. So we cannot, you guys are a little, no, you guys are not frozen, okay. So you cannot attach yourself to anyone. Everybody is different. Everybody is wired differently. And I know it's not the best thing in the world. Like maybe, you know, uh, waking up at 6 a.m. is a good thing. Waking up later, maybe is not the best thing in the world, but sometimes we're, we operate differently. It doesn't mean that we're never going to wake up at 6 a.m. or we're never going to have a super productive early morning. It just means that it may not be every single day because that consistency on a daily is not, it is not wired in us for some of us, for the type twos, right? For the type ones, they cannot thrive in chaos. They cannot, they need a regime. They need a schedule. They need a, um, a, a, a consistency. That's what works for them. And maybe if you're on this call, that might be you, right? Everybody is wired differently. So even if you put something in your calendar, even if you plan to do something at a certain point, right? Don't be, if you're a type two, don't be so strict on your deadlines. You may skip it one time. You may skip it five times. But God knows that you're going to catch up on it later, right? You know that you're going to catch up on it later. So try not to create strict deadlines for daily things. And try not to attach shame for when you're not, when you're not finishing something the way that you wanted to. Right? Yeah, duh. The meeting was some. Sorry. Um, okay, so um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, okay. Another thing she talked about that was really, really interesting. Okay, was one percent improvements. Okay. She was saying, screw 1% improvements. I'm going to say screw 1% improvements because like I said, everybody's brain operates differently. Some people need that. But there's a lot of books that talk about that in Atomic Habits and the different types of things, uh, in, in, in the different types of things that, that you have. Um, okay. Um, so in a lot of books, it talks about 1% improvements, right? And it talks about moving the needle a little bit every single day so that it compounds on itself, that learning compounds on itself. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually a very smart thing. It makes a lot of sense, right? It, it talks about that in, in the miracle morning as well. But again, not everybody is wired like that. 
And if the, the, the 1%, uh, the idea behind the 1% thing is that if you become 1% better every single day, by the end of the year, you're going to be exponentially better, which is very true. But for some of us, you hear that and you get a little bit of anxiety because you know you can't be doing something 1% every day. Right? So it, again, attaches a lot of shame and attaches a lot of unworthiness or not good enough or laziness or whatever to your identity. Like for me, when somebody tells me I got to do something every single day, I, I'm like, yo, how can I not do that? How can I not do that every day? Because I know myself. I know that I have a lot on my plate. I know that I get overwhelmed with a million things. I, I can't be consistent with something every day and every week and every whatever. Like I remember uh, my, I have a, my accountant, I pay them on a monthly basis to harass me once a month to get on a call with them to organize everything. They're like, oh, send a screenshot of your receipt every single time. I can't do that. That gives me anxiety. We send a screenshot of my receipt every single time. You know how many things I pay for in a day? I can't do that. That gives me anxiety, bro. Like every time screenshot, I, like I can't do that. You need to harass me, get on a call with me and we'll do everything all together. On one call, we'll just, we'll, we'll hop on a call. We'll get, we'll chop everything up. We'll get everything done. But you got to harass me to get on that call, right? It's funny, like they were on, I was on a Zoom call with them the other day and they're like, okay, this you have to harass for to schedule the call every single month, right? Because I can't do the day. I, I don't trust myself to do that every single day. I just don't. I don't. And if you tell me something where I got to do it every day, it gives me a little bit of anxiety because I know how I am. I know how I operate. I've lived with myself for many, many years. Right. But it doesn't mean that you can't be successful. You just got to find what works for you. So if you do things three times a month and you're only improving one percent, you're not going to get nowhere. If those one percent improvements only work if you're doing it every single day. If you're not consistently doing it every single day, well, guess what? You're not going to get one percent. You're not going to have that exponential improvement at the end of the year. Now, of course, there's some things that I do every day. Like for example, speaking on my stories, pretty much I do that every day. So I'm not saying this with everything, but like figure out what works for you. But the most effective motivator of the human, for humans, out of all the forms of motivation, the most effective one is progress. When you see progress, that motivates you to keep going. So the better that we get, the more that we want to do it. Why do I hate playing soccer? I hate playing soccer because I suck. Bro, I am so bad. I don't know what it is about the foot and the ball. They just not working together to get the ball to where I want it to go ever. Like I'm so bad at it and I hate it. But when you're good at something, it's a lot more fun. Everybody like winning, right? I love playing cards. I love playing Remy. Bro, I'll be playing that. I could play that for six hours, bro, because I'm good at it. That I get that rush of winning, you know? So the, the, that's a human motivator, is that, that percentage improvement, getting better. So for those of you that are type two, screw the 1%. You're going to have to go for when you do get in your work period. So you, you obviously fall behind when you catch up. And when you go ahead, we can't be doing 1%. 
you got to be doing 50, 100, 500, thousands of percent in that day or in that period, right? All of that. And the, the girl from the YouTube video, she said that's how she learned all of her skills. That's how she learned how to draw, how to paint, how to edit. And I relate to that so much because you know what? S slow learning always bored me. Always. I want to know everything right now. Like right now, just tell me everything. And I want to ask a million questions. I want to figure it all right now. I don't like slow learning. I, it, it doesn't work for me. Right? Sometimes I got to do it, but I prefer to binge learn. I, that's, that's my preferred method of learning is to binge. Just go all in, go bash it crazy on something and just learn it. Right? That's just how my brain operates. And again, this might work for the chaotically passionate person. So maybe you'll fall behind, but when you catch up, you're going to see 100% improvement, 200% improvement in one day rather than 1% a day, right? So instead of thinking for the people that are on the, on the, on the, the type two brain, instead of thinking, okay, twice a week for the next uh, three months, I'm gonna do this, this many hours a day, blah, 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 and I'm gonna slowly start to learn this. That's not gonna work for you because I know that doesn't work for me, right? It just doesn't. Twice a week and then I can't do, I can't do anything like that. I don't know how my day is going to look the next day. Okay. I really don't. It, it just goes by how I feel that day. Right. So instead of doing that, what you're going to do, well, by the way, who, who does that give anxiety? Does anybody here get anxiety when I, when I tell you that do this twice a week, every, every single week, or do this once a day. Who likes that? Drop one in the chat. If you like that and drop a two, if you're like, no, nah, I can't, that gives me anxiety. Even your podcast, I listen to fast speed. I tried it, but I can't. Facts, bro. My podcast, I listen sometimes on 2.0. 2.0. Right? Literally. One second. Everyone's calling me. Naposi was some. I okay, I jump. Um, so I, for me, I know I'm like, everyone's interrupting my dad, the, the, the person for the hotel room. Sorry, guys, probably won't be able to edit all that out. But anyways, um, some of you, it says that it gives you anxiety. Some of you guys like that. Everyone's different, right? But me knowing that I got to do something daily, that's a headache for me. That's a headache because I know I'm not going to do it. I just know I've tried. I'm 29. I've had 29 years of trying to do it. That's a long time. Okay. And it's not working out. So for you guys, first, what you can do is passively look at things to just get inspired, okay? To just get inspired. So she did this. She wanted to learn how to do 3D automation animations. So she started just looking randomly at her phone when she had free time of the different animations to get a little inspired by it. Maybe you want to I don't know, depending on what your goal is and what you're trying to do, look at things and skim through things that are gonna get you a little bit inspired. Don't start working on it, but start getting inspired. Start getting your brain to get inspired by the task or whatever the end result is of the task. So you're passively priming your brain to get passionate about a topic before you even allow yourself to start. Passively priming your brain. Does that make sense?
And then eventually you reach a tipping point where you're like, okay, this enough is enough. I need to learn this. I need to learn this today. I need to learn this now. I need to get it done now. And you do your five, four, three, two, one, and you, you open up your laptop or you open up whatever, and you, you just get it done. You get it done like crazy. Some of y'all houses are like that too. You don't like organizing. The drawers be full of all types of shit. And then once a year you go and you clean everything for like, for like the whole day or for like days. You clean out that drawer and it's like nothing's in there. Right? Some of y'all saying, talk, Dre's talking to me. <laughs> right? I know it because I'm the same way. Once I do a deep clean, I'll make that once a year or, or every, I don't know, six six every six months or whatever some deep clean reorganizing everything getting all the little dividers okay from now on this drawer i'm gonna keep this drawer clean this drawer is gonna be organized it has sections this goes here this goes there that goes there forget about it two months later the shit's all over the place it's a mess again i just close the drawer nobody can see it right <laughs> that's that's come on i know y'all relate to that one don't be looking at me like i'm crazy okay I'm not saying there's garbage in there, but shoot, the makeup wipes on top of this. This is on top of that. The dividers are all over the place. They slanted now. We like this thing was moved, moved into this spot. Like that's how it is. My brain can't do that. Right? That's how some of us are. So first you passively prime yourself to get inspired. And then you reach a tipping point where you're like, okay, I need to get this done now. And that's when you spring into action. You are basically using your passion, your inspiration to get a lot of shit done in a short amount of time. That's it. And that's what she did. She was skimming through videos of 3D animations to get herself primed, to get herself motivated. And then she sat down one day for 10 to 15 hours on her laptop and in three days, learned how to do 3D animation. In three days, she actually showed her animations from the first day, the second day, and the third day on the video. And they were all freaking good. I would not believe that in one day she learned how to do that. They were all amazing. They were really good. But she sat down for 10 to 15 hours in, in front of the computer. And it was so good. My girl knew everything after three days. But it took her like, I don't even know, six months to prime to prime herself. Now she could have done it slow and steady, but that doesn't work for her brain. Somebody else is gonna do two hours a day or an hour a day or five hours a week or whatever the case may be, right? So prime your pa yourself for passion and then get your butt to work, right? Rather than doing it every day or every week, okay? I'm kind of like this with books too. I do personal development every single day in some sort of capacity, whether it's YouTube or listening to books. But recently, in the past few years, I've been struggling to finish, to like consistently read books. Like I, my attention span has gotten shorter. But when I do, bro, I'll read, I'll listen to like, I'll like, I'll go to the pool, for example, and I'll listen to one book, like five hours. Like I'll finish five hours of an audio in, in one, in one sitting. I'll just binge the book. Like I literally binge the book. That's just, it works the best for me. And, and, and that's what I find I do the most rather than reading a little bit every day. And I'm like, I forget what they were talking about three days ago, 
right? So I like to do the binging for me. It works. Binge work is what I call it. Okay. Even though binge is like not really a good word. That's what I call it. Okay. So there are some benefits to this style. I know we got our, our organized counterparts are amazing and they got a really cool brain and they're super organized. And sometimes we're jealous of them, but we got some benefits too. Okay. We got some benefits on our side over here, the chaotic mess side. Okay. Some of the benefits is that you learn a lot faster, right? What's going to take them six months. You could do in a few days or in, in a week or whatever. You learn a lot faster, right? You learn a lot faster and you have a lot more focus. You're way more focused because you're doing something in depth, right? We are better at deep work, like diving in deep and going all in on it. That's, I think, why I'm good at systems. Because I don't do a little bit of like, when I built our systems for our team, like I didn't do a little bit every day. I dove in, I wasn't sleeping, I was dreaming about, I woke up drooling, thinking about the systems I was making up. Oh, I'm excited, oh, we gotta do it like this, we gotta add this part like this, and we gotta, like that's, I just, that's how I am, that's how I work, right? I was there drooling about it, I barely slept for a week, right? I was just working on it every day, right? So that I could really, really, we do deep work. So that's one thing that we're better at, right? Is doing that deep work. And when you really dive into something, you can get extreme levels of focus. And when you get extreme levels of focus, you can also get extreme results in a short amount of time because you're leveraging like huge amounts of passion and inspiration and excitement and concentration. You're leveraging focus, you're leveraging you know, you're in the best state of mind for learning because you're, you're just tunnel, tunnel envisioning on that. So you can get really good results really, really fast. But of course, this doesn't work for everything, right? We got some benefits, but it doesn't work for everything. You can't be doing that at your job. Like, oh, uh, listen, guys, I'm gonna come in and work once a week. You can't be doing that. Or like once a month, I'm gonna come in, don't worry, I'll get all the paperwork done. You can't do that, okay? So it doesn't work for everything but it works for a lot of things, right? There are certain things in life that you got to realize that you're never really going to be good at. Maybe a morning routine, maybe any sort of routine, maybe memorizing facts. If anybody knows I have the worst memory, I literally have a memory of a goldfish, okay? Because what does memory require? Memory requires you to repeat things a lot over and over and over and over again. And I got goldfish memory, right? I'm not good at memorizing things. Some things you're just not going to be good at right? Exercise, not going to be good at because I'm, I'm, I'm a goal consistently for like two weeks. And I'm going to not go for like two months. It's just how it is, right? And like different things like that. But you got to understand how you work and optimize yourself for consistency. If you work for consistency, optimize yourself for passion. If you work for passion. So if you're type two, you need to put your focus on optimizing for passion if you're type one you need to put yourself on for optimizing for consistency and for schedule and for routine we are different we require different things right but for my type two is these creative periods another benefit okay i'm gonna list some other benefits that we got okay because they got a lot of benefits over there okay the the type oneers but the type twos we also tend to be a lot more creative why because the creative periods that we use to dive into something deep, we dive in deep into something. And then what do we do? 
we leave it. We leave it for a little while. We don't look at it. We don't add anything to it. And then we revisit things later and we see things differently. We, we, we are, our, our line of thinking is so much different because we're not seeing the same thing every single day. We have a bigger picture thinking. So we, we tend to be creative, creative solutions for things because we get to see it from different angles. Time has passed, right? So you got to find what's your natural element and stay in the natural element. Because if you try to put a type two into a strict regime routine, that's not their natural element. They will not thrive there. It's not that they can never do it, but they will not on a long-term scale, they are not gonna thrive there. They're just not. So you gotta figure out what is your natural element. And as I said before, I'm not talking crap about strictness and routines. It works for some people. And, and to some degree, we all need a level of strictness and we all need a level of routine to operate in the world. we got meetings, we have jobs, right? You can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna show up to the meeting whenever I feel like showing up, right? We gotta have some level of routine and strictness, right? We can operate there, but we do not thrive there. We do not thrive in that, in that sort of environment, right? So this is more, when you have to do things on your own, when you got tasks to do on your own, rather than when you're working with other people and you got meetings and things like that. Then when you're working on your own, be less strict and be more passion driven and stop beating yourself up for it. Stop telling yourself that you're lazy. Stop telling yourself that you're a procrastinator. Change the story. You simply just operate differently. And a lot of the times that procrastination is usually that you're just trying to fill in some sort of need that is not being fulfilled. Because we tend to neglect, neglect things a lot, our needs as well. So maybe you, you're scrolling on Instagram rather than doing the work that you're supposed to do because you have a need for social interaction or you have a need for rest or you have a need for fun. So be honest with yourself so you can now shift the story and find a way to fulfill those needs in a more productive way. Because once those needs are fulfilled, you can go back into your high pro productivity state, right? Or how can you change the task to make it more appealing? But don't tell yourself that you're lazy or that you're a procrastinator. That's how you're wired, right? Enough shame, because shame does not help us in any sort of capacity any capacity at all. So realize that you operate differently and change the story that you tell yourself. And then optimize yourself for passion, for increments of work, for that binge work, right? Optimize, optimize yourself for that because that is your natural element, right? I can't even believe I went the full time, but um, thank you guys so much for tuning into the, into the, the, the podcast. If you guys are listening, I apologize for the little extra noises here and there, but I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you got value out of this, please share on your stories, please tag us. We appreciate you guys so much on the wake up with WFAB podcast.